Hello, and welcome to the Love Wide Open podcast. I am Heidi Delaire, your host. Here we discuss all things life and love, getting you out of your busy head and back in touch with your heart, where you can truly grow, evolve, and learn self-love so that ultimately you can love others and help them along their journey. I'm the managing and publishing editor of lovewideopen.com, the self-development and resource website, the creator of Love Wide Open on all social media channels, an alternative healthcare practitioner and heart space coach, and the author of Roots and Tendrils, a poetic journey through the highs of love and the lows of heartbreak that ultimately lead to self-love. Let's go hold some heart space together. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Welcome. I am so excited today. I have the pleasure of talking with my friend and fellow social media entrepreneur and author, Catherine B. Roy. Catherine, wow, what a long list of accomplishments she has come across. Catherine B. Roy is a human potential thought leader, a best-selling author, a personal growth and business coach, a Mensa member, and an award-winning artist and scientist whose stimulating, upbeat, and inspirational writings have helped countless people in the world. Catherine's writings have been published in the Huffington Post, Thrive Global, Simple Reminders, and many, many more. She's been featured as a guest expert at many summits, as well as being a participant and expert speaker at numerous international conferences. Catherine enjoys the distinction of receiving the top 30 under 30 award and is an experienced linguistics researcher. She is also certified in the fields of emotional intelligence and assertive communication. As the author of the Live from the Heart and Mind, Catherine is the guiding force behind the LHM system for increasing a person's emotional and intellectual capacity inspiring them towards positive change and accomplishment. Woo, that's quite a bio, Catherine. But what I enjoy most about um, getting to know Catherine over the last three years now is that um, we share a lot of commonalities. And one in which I think is a crossover between us most is that we understand the power of story. We understand how... Telling a story and listening to a story connects us more as human beings. It allows us to understand that um, we are not so different and we are far more alike than we think we are. And we encourage people to share their stories. And today I get Catherine to share hers. So I'm super excited. Welcome. Thank you so much for such lovely introduction. I am very honored and happy to be here with you today. Awesome. So I'm going to jump right in. Um, you are a living example of the power of living from your heart and your mind. Right? A very hard thing to be able to do. So many people get stuck way up here 
or only come from here. So what I said in the introduction about you is just a you know, successful result of you overcoming pain and trauma in your own life. And I, your story is so inspirational. You know, I, I can't help but just be moved by what you've been through and then what you're willing to talk about and then teach. So I was hoping you'd be willing to share a little bit of your journey with us and you can start anywhere. Thank you so much. Yes, well, I've been through a lot of things, uh, a truly roller coaster. For the start, I was born in this functional family, so I lived most of my teenage years in fear. My parents simply didn't get along, and that left a huge emptiness, emptiness inside of me. I was a very silent and shy girl. So because of all of that, I had a very... Um, a lot of bullying in school because I just I just didn't speak too much, you know. But when I was in high school, uh, they did some kind of tests uh, of personality and intelligence and so on, and um, they recruited me to Scientific Center. Uh, that's an institution for uh, young talented people to do uh, scientific work with already scientists and mm -hmm. and uh, professors from college. So. I was 15 years old. Uh, they took me over there. I was afraid like never in my life because I had no idea why they picked me and what am I going to do there. Um, but um, I ended up uh, working with them for the next four years in the fields of psychology and linguistics. And I actually published my first scientific work when I was just 17 years old. That gave me a lot of strength. They worked with me a lot because tests show that, you know, that girl was pretty intelligent, but has very low self-confidence. So they were pushing me uh, to, you know, work with them, to go on stage, to do different kinds of things. And I was getting my strength and my, you know, believe in myself back. Um, but then again, as I said, it was a roller coaster. Uh, when I came back from scientific center in 1999, I believe, um, and went to school, our teacher told us that um, we should go home. Uh, I was living in Yugoslavia back then, and there was war going on. Um, if I may say that I was the lucky one to live closer to Hungary, so there wasn't war on the field. Um, but that, that night, uh, a bombing was supposed to start. Mm. So, um, I went back home. I, I honestly didn't believe in that. I mean, wh why would anyone do such thing? And I was, I was thinking it was a mistake. Um, but it started that night and I ended up living in the shelter for the next 78 days. Wow, like I, I have no experience with that, of course, and, and just even trying to feel into that, um, I would assume that there's just so much, so much fear of the unknown of, first of all, you know, keeping yourself safe, your family, what's going to happen to your friends, you know, and, and at an unaged, a young age also just trying to understand why. Yeah, it was it was a fear, a confusion. I was there with a lot of other unknown people. Um, but in those moments, you just have your mind. Uh, and I was so grateful for those years spent in Scientific Center because 
uh, they gave me the belief in myself. And I said, okay, girl, you're not going to finish like this. They can do this. And you, were, you can hear those detonations and planes and all of that. But there were a lot of kids and I saw they are afraid. And so I, I, uh, I invited all of them to one piece of that shelter and we were making like, uh, uh, like parties and acting and, you know, just playing with them to make the time pass and to overcome all of that. And I continued working on my second scientific work. I had just a candlelight. I we didn't have electricity or anything. And I was just focused on my second scientific work. And um, when all of that was done, I went back to scientific center and published another scientific work. Well, like um, from what I just heard from you, like you've, you, something in you blossomed at the scientific center that allowed you to um, hone into your leadership skills, yeah, yeah. you know, or, or just your, your ability to, you know, wrap your arms around other people and be able to help them. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. So tell me more. <laughs> well, after that, uh, I finished high school. I, um, well, my father wasn't so uh, for me to go to college. He was just that kind of a person. And um, I didn't have a choice. I, I, I went on my own. I left home. I got national scholarship. I uh, uh, went to college. I graduated economics and information systems. And uh, I started to work for a very successful company. So my, my life started to evolve in front of me in, in a kind of a material way. Uh, still then I was a scientific girl, not knowing anything about heart and spirituality mm-hmm. or that will happen much later. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, I decided to do something about the situation in that region, uh, and get involved in peacemaking and establishing new connections with young people mm-hmm. because we really didn't have to do any with that, what, what they did, you know, I mean, the older generation back then. So for the next six years, I spent on conferences, uh, in diplomacy and peacemaking, establishing new connections with, with all those people. And um, that was a very beautiful experience because, you know, there is a lot of pain, there is a lot of uh, trauma in that. But I kind of established very beautiful connections and those people are all my, my very good friends now. And uh, that just kept me going uh, like, like I did something and that's how the award of 30 under 30 involves because of my uh, you know social service to to the to the peace and to to everything that that i thought it was important but uh then again in one moment i felt a strong pain in my chest i uh, i ignored it for a few times and um once I just woke up in the hospital because I lost my consciousness. I couldn't breathe. I, um, I didn't have strength to walk. Uh, they couldn't find out what's wrong, what's, I mean, what's going on. And they said that my heart was affected with the Coxsackie virus so badly that um, it was stopping 10,000 times per day. And with that diagnosis, they said to me, in the best scenario, I could live just a year and a half. Um, yeah, that was 11 oh, wow. years ago. <laughs> right? so, how scary, right? That 
here you are, you're, you're, you're moving along, you, you're having all the success, you're, even though you say you're only in your head, but all the things you've talked about, you're also learning how to come from your heart. And then what happens is something's wrong with your heart. And um, to be told that you only perhaps have a small window of time, what, where did you go from there? Like, I, I was like, I was like completely lost. I remember that day in hospital when doctor told me that my mom was next to me. So she fell right away, lost her consciousness out of, you know, that information. And um, I, I just, but somehow deep inside, I knew that not going to be like that I said to me okay if you survive that one this one like <laughs> you're going to <laughs> no, it's, it's going to be fine but no uh, medicine didn't have a solution uh, so my mom is a very spiritual person and she took me to monastery on the Adriatic Sea to retreat I went to monastery Ostrog in Montenegro and I spent maybe just a few days there but things which happened there actually determined my future and uh, mm. open up the doors to, you know, my heart and spirituality and all of that. And uh, I went there. I didn't believe in any of that because I wasn't raised like that. I didn't have knowledge about that. But I remember that night like it was yesterday. I was sleeping outside. Uh, in front of the monastery that's kind of a tradition that you sleep on, uh, so you collect energy from the open open mm. sky it was very beautiful night but something woke me up um, I, I guess I dreamed something it was it was kind of a light uh, and I heard that um, we need to move because it's going to be a storm um, I woke up I, I looked up and it was perfectly clear sky and I was like okay <laughs> but I woke up my mom and uh, my boyfriend at the time my husband and uh, now and they were like I mean what, what are you talking about but I, I insisted let's move let's move let's move and all those people were looking at me but we all moved because I was so persistent and like two minutes after that it was such a huge thunderstorm it was water everywhere it was <laughs> like 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 in a movie you know mm-hmm. and I was like oh my, um, what just happened? Um, that was my first uh, experience with something that I just couldn't understand or explain. Uh, it was very confusing. I, I can imagine, you know, having started to live a spiritual life several years ago, you know, all of a sudden when, when we're somehow opened in a way we start to get downloads and our, our connection to call it whatever you will, universe, God, your inner, your inner God, your inner universe, you know, something in you spoke so deeply that you said, no, this, this is truth. This is, I have heard truth. I need to tell people that's fascinating. I love it. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, okay, I started, to, I was 24 years old. I mean, I really didn't have knowledge about any of that. But what just happened, it was like, I need to pay attention to more details. So the next day we went to pray. There is a very small room uh, with um, one monk is in the room and five people enter to pray. Um but when I stepped in the room, uh, the monk asked other people to 
to go out and uh, just for me to stay there. And I was like, what now? <laughs> you know, what, what's, what's going on? I was afraid. He closed the door. Uh, it was dark with just candles and there are, there are you know, um, just such kind of an atmosphere which was unfamiliar to me. He asked me to go on my knees in the praying position. Uh, he put his palm on my head and he said the words which actually opened the door for me in my transformation uh, for, for the future life. I mean, this one. <laughs> um, he said the illness was the sign that you were not on the right path and uh, you are not going anywhere. Um, this world needs you because this world needs love and you are love. Mm. And I was like, and I started to cry. I was crying and crying and crying and I just couldn't stop. And he said, that's okay. That's emotional recharge. And I should let it all out. And um, the step, first step out of, from that room was <clears throat> magical because I was so weak that my mom needed to help me walk. But when I, stepped out from that room I was walking all by myself mm. and um, I, um, I didn't need help and I felt like a huge weight uh, left my heart and my back and um, I went back home I did examinations I was perfectly healthy um, nothing happened and um, that was the moment when I decided to Stopped working on my book and everything else that that I made after after that. Wow! Even just right up to here, I'm like, oh, I love this so much. Um, that it's, I think sometimes, and this is from personal experience and listening to you and listening to so many other people. You know, we call them the woo-woo moments, but <laughs> yeah. there are those moments in life where we we come up against a wall. And it's because we're not aligned yes. with our true inner self. So something may manifest physically or emotionally in us until we can see. So I, I just see this as just this beautiful experience you had that then allowed you to align with actually who you truly are on the inside. And you then understood completely your mission, yeah. your purpose. Does that kind of that that resonates like one hundred percent? Just at that moment, I still wasn't sure. I still didn't understand. I still was very confused, you know. But I I wanted to learn, and I started to learn a lot about energy. And I went to Human Universal Academy of Energy to learn about healing. They do something like Reiki, but different kind of techniques mm -hmm. techniques to. Um, to learn about transforming negative energy to positive energies, energy transfers and all of that. I went deeper into Nikola Tesla's teaching about energy and healing. And I started to understand uh, and to, to feel that. But then again, something happened, which, which again, you know, hit me in my head. And uh, I always wanted to be a mom. Mm -hmm. And uh, after a few examinations, they told us that that's not going to happen. Um, I had two unsuccessful in vitro fertilizations. 
And, um, you know, I just didn't know what to do. So I decided to practice meditation every day. I did 21 days meditation challenge with Oprah and Deepak at that mm, time. Those are great. Yeah, I, I'm not sure what, what was the subject, but I know that was it. And for the first few times, nothing happened. Fourth mm-hmm. time, I remember that very well. I I started to receive downloads and kind of information, which again I didn't understand, but I was writing it down, and uh, I was writing every single word from that. I uh, that's how my book was later created from those scripts, and I said, okay, you will do whatever it takes. Uh, if you went through all of that that I just mentioned, there has to be a cure for this too. So we went to Greece to Tarsus Island in another monastery. Uh, it's just a female monastery, just nuns are there. So mm-hmm. I was alone there, spent like five days. Nothing sensational happened. But uh, when I went back home after a few months and I was preparing myself for third in realization, and that was always a huge risk because total anesthesia is very uh, dangerous for my heart which works, but not so perfectly. Um, but I just wanted to go through that. And um, when I was doing uh, examinations to get ready for through the attempt, I discovered that I was pregnant naturally. And later on, our son was born. <laughs> so oh, his wow. name is Alexander, after the Greek, Alexander the Great leader, because we went there. And um, you see, now I am, I am a mom too. <laughs> you are a mom, and he's adorable. Oh, thank you. Um, And I I think that story just, again, reiterates the bringing the the head and the mind together as sort of one to be able to overcome things that are going on within us. Yeah. Oh, okay. So now now you've become pregnant. Now you're a mom. You're starting to write your book. Tell us about the book. Like, Yeah, I picked up all of that and I was working on the system for 10 years since the scientific center. It's, it's a kind of um, a system for, for personal growth uh, for both emotional and intellectual sides. On intellectual sides, there are formulas and algorithms because I believe we are all different and not this, one advice for two different people just will not get best result Mm -hmm. so what i have created is that person who is reading the book or using the system actually gets answers from their cells and algorithm is just leading them to the the better the better way and the answers for them and that way we we cure the emotional wounds and uh, instability uh, and establish balance and peacefulness and on the other side, I develop IQ training for intellectual development because we have like 2% of brain, which we don't use. And um, those are millions and billions or who, who knows how many cells that can be developed so we can think faster, decide better and so on. And that's the way I've connected the heart and mind into one, into one piece, like you just said. And my book was published in 2017, and um, it it was a bestseller. It actually was a bestseller on its release day, thanks to people. Uh, yeah, then there is something I haven't mentioned. When I started my my journey and uh, 
wanted to come online and to tell my story in 2015 for the first time. Uh, I actually received so much love from all over the world. When my, my son was born, we started to receive packages from, from all over the world. And that love, which actually was missed in my life because of all of these unfortunate situations, I believe cured what was left to be cured in me and um, turned around the perspective of me, you know, uh, thinking about everyone else, but now thinking about myself in that beautiful and uh, and pure way and starting to love myself in a healthy way, which actually was, you know, um, unfamiliar for me. And that's that's the moment what everything, everything involved and um, how everything was created, what you just mentioned at the beginning. Yeah. You know, throughout, throughout your book, there are, there are several formulas you created and, you know, the, the LHM formula for happiness and, you know, there's, there's a section on, on love and what you've just mentioned about, you know, coming back to yourself that you realized that was a piece that was missing. So that difference between ego love and true, just love and consistent love then then reflects back to you in a way of self love so we we are both teachers of self love okay. um, do you find that you have become a teacher because you know we're constantly digging deeper and still learning lessons of self love you know do you do you find that you're constantly learning to have to self love yourself because when we get a little too far up here everything then is outside of us and too worldly definitely definitely the same the same feeling the same resonation it's like uh that's why i say we have to uh go on a higher level of emotional and intellectual sides both of them and set them in balance because if mind takes over the feelings become emotions and uh, that can be very toxic and we go outside from ourselves and we lose like we, we, we can become lost but if we come back uh, to ourselves and we realize that everything we need is actually in us in our heart but love ourselves like a complete you know like a pure state and emotion or feeling which is which is healthy not egocentrical not narcissistical but very 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 pure then we reflect that positive energy on our surrounding. And what I discovered is that people who are not on the same frequency as I am, they just disappear from my life. They just, you know, never, never wear in what, what context. They just move in the other office or they just, you know, just go away. And life becomes much more beautiful and much more easier. And uh, that aspect of self-love completely changed me as a person and uh, you know my family feels that everyone around me feels that so um, i just i just can say that i became like like i'm preaching self-love in the healthy way and as much as i try to do business on the on, because i'm master of economics just push me back to that part of love and i just need to talk about love and love and love and people relate to that as much as they you know they feel that so that's definitely something that changed my life. And that's why I wish to share my story with people. I wish to tell them 
look what I have been through. Uh, my life was in danger at least two times. And if you count all this total anesthesia many more times. And uh, because I believed in myself, because I, I had that pure feeling in my heart, I'm still here and I don't intend to go anywhere <laughs> because I'm doing what I love and everyone else can do that if, if they just believe in themselves, if they are just honest and pure and they accept people as they are. Uh, my life changed completely and I believe we all can, we all can manifest that. Yeah. So if there were one takeaway from your book that you could tell people like, this is why you should read it. This is potentially what it can do for you. What, what is that? That would be the life transformation. Uh, if you feel like something is not in the right place, if you are not in complete balance with every aspect of your life, I believe that religion system definitely can help you to get that back and to get on the track so you can even find your purpose and create the life. Uh, the main takeaway is that you will become the creator and stop being the follower of anyone else. <laughs> right, yes, being the creator of your own life. Um, we can create and be whoever we want to be. Right? So along with the success of your book, I think within the last year, you've created LHM Academia. Yes. Can you tell people what that's all about and what they can get out of LHM Academia? Well, I've decided to, to help everyone who wants uh, to uh, get out of the corporate and do online business or anything that is uh, much closer to their heart. Because if you wish to create your life, it's not just manifestation. It has to be working. You need to know how to do that. So as I mentioned, I've graduated economics. So business marketing and information technology is something that I'm expert in. And I incorporated the uh, LHM system into the business development. So I've developed eight courses, eight masterclasses for everything that the person needs to position themselves as expert online and to get you know, on the track with their life. Uh, and also we provide every kind of service which is needed for that, like website development, graphic design or something like that. So it's, it's kind of a place when you come, if you want to involve personally and business-wise and you get everything you need, because I struggled so much trying to find that, trying to, you know, discover uh, what shall I do? How shall I do that? How will I make that? So now when I know the whole story, I just put it in one place to make it easier for people who are trying to be creators like, like I am. That's awesome. I, you know... So much so, I think as we as we evolve and when we get aligned with ourselves, we we do realize that we are teachers. And so you've <clears throat> taken this part where you were the student and you you learned all these things, but then you had a, a mission to talk about, and you have now become a teacher. And so much of a way, you're now a personal growth and business development teacher. Like it's just it's it's a beautiful growth story. So if, if you were to tell the viewers and listeners like how you personally stay motivated to do all that, because it's not easy to be a social entrepreneur. There are a lot of things that come at us. Um, you know, negativity is thrown at us. So how do you keep this like motivation within you going? Well, I 
no, I have a higher purpose. It's, it's not about money. That's the first thing. Uh, money involves through the channels, which are like, you know, I believe everything is energy. So if, if we are trying to make business just to make money, that's what we will make. But if we are trying to make a change, a difference, a transformation in people's life, that's what's going to involve like a legacy. So my legacy is uh, to touch hearts and to help people to change their lives. And in that way, if you look at it in general, to change the world, which I really don't like how it's evolving. Um, so practically, what I'm trying to do is to help uh, everyone else to at least come to the point when they can decide about their lives and not let anyone else decide that. Uh, but um, I, I discovered one, one interesting thing. When you receive gratitude from people who you helped, uh, that's like a source of energy which just never disappears. So when I'm down and when I don't know what to do, and believe me, there's a, there are some kind of moments like that, I just read uh, what other people told me about something that what I've created changed in their lives. So I go back, I reread the testimonials or comments or whatever, just to get back on track because I need to, I need to go up. I need to push up my energy to, to continue because not every day is easy. And the other source is, of course, my son, uh, who started all of this, <laughs> obviously. Uh, so I just look at him and I say, okay, you have to finish this because this, this time this is for him. So. It's like uh, when you divide love, uh, love just uh, multiplies itself. Uh, and I believe that's the only energy with, which multiplies itself when you give it away. Mm -hmm. uh, and when it comes back to you, you just have, you know, need a feeling and uh, you just wish to do more. And that's how I just continue to do and do and do and do more and more. Yeah. And, and it doesn't even have to be much that comes back mm -hmm. to you, right? Yeah. No. It can literally be one comment, and I have yeah. found that they come exactly when you're just having just that tiny little bit of self-doubt. Yeah, when you need it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Slides right in, and the universe goes, here you go, here's your validation, stay on the path, you're A-OK. -okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> So, oh my God, thank you so much for sharing your story. I always enjoy speaking with you. Can you please tell everybody where to find you, where to find your book, where to find LHAM Academia, like where to find you on social media? The easiest way is on my website, katrinbiroy.com. Everything else is, is over there. My book is available on all online retailers. And uh, all social media with my name, Katrin Biroy, are open and I will be happy and grateful to hear what everyone has to say and to answer to any further questions if they have. Thank you so much. Thank have you for having day. me. Thank you. Ciao. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thank you for listening to another episode of Love Wide Open with Heidi Dallaire. You can find me and more Love Wide Open resources at Love Wide Open or Heidi Dallaire on Facebook and other social media platforms or HeidiDallaire.com and my personal blog under Heartspace Lessons at LoveWideOpen.com. Thanks so much. Sending lots of love.